0: My best friend's in a gun rack.
1: Hello, motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopping Podcast.
2: Welcome to your Motherfucking Friday Low Lifes. We got a great episode for you guys tonight with Dusty of Cheap Thrills. We're going to get into all the details of the event, how it got started, and what you can look forward to doing there this year. But before we get into that and a whole bunch of other good shit, let's kick this thing off the way we always
1: do with those motherfucking sponsors. I think I need to like Snoop Dogg coming to say that part. <laughs> we can I'll reach out to him. Yeah, I'll reach out to
2: him. Yeah, <laughs> get in touch. So first up, we've got Chicken Fried Choppers, the homie behind ChopShit.com. Tons of good hand-picked parts from builders across the world, all curated by Chicken Rick himself, as well as the home of all the lowlife merch. Had somebody hit me up about t-shirts recently. Swing on over to ChopShit.com. That's the place to grab those and the stickers. Next up, we got ChopCult.com. Lisa has been holding it down over there, so make sure you swing over to ChopCult. Make yourself an account. Make a build thread. Scroll through the Brolydex and check out motherfucking
1: blog. Huge shout out to uh, ChopCult, by the way. They just hit 300,000 followers on Instagram. Dang. Fucking crushing it, dude. There is that's
2: <laughs> big numbers. They've, <laughs> a great job. They've been doing it for a long, long time. So make sure you're following ShopCult on Instagram. Add to that 300,000 if you're not yet. And yeah, ShopCult.com. Next up, we've got Keebler Customs and Horseshoe Customs LLC on Instagram doing some fantastic fabrication work out there in Denver, Colorado. They do CNC plasma cutting, 3D printing, automotive, and commercial fabrication. These guys do it all. so Make sure you hit up Hebler Customs and Horseshoe Customs LLC if you need to get squared away.
1: Next up. Next, we got the homie West at Custom Destruction making the dopest motherfucking helmets in the game. Um, get over to oh, huh? Whoa! Back it up, rewind. Where <laughs> you can pick um, the shell color, the interior color, the trim package, all for the same motherfucking price as a stock helmet. Get over to Custom Destruction on Instagram. Order the only helmet that makes the ugliest motherfucker look sexy. He's got a baby to pay for coming up. Go get a helmet.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit. Congratulations to him. Let's see. Next up, we've got Paco. 52 years in the game with all the Harley parts you could ever ask for. They got frames, front ends, exhausts, handlebars, headlights, and transmission components. Mm. (laughs) Fucking fantastic. Just love it. Head on over to Paco, P-A-U-G-H-C-O.com to scoop you some Parts. Also follow my Instagram at Paco Parts.
1: We have the giveaway sponsor now. Uh,
2: Nope, not yet. First, we got Lowbrow Customs. Everything you need for the road ahead since 2004. You guys hear about Lowbrow at pretty much every event because they are literally getting into everything. So if you need a motor or a frame or a hardtail, they've got... Everything and all the fabrication parts, air cleaners, literally everything. You could build an entire bike off the website. So go to lowbrowcustoms.com and make sure you're following them on Instagram as well. Now, I believe we are at giveaway sponsors.
1: This month's giveaway sponsor is No Luck Paintworks and your boy, Blockdice Chop Chop. Um, so Dan at No Luck Paintworks, he is, made. listen. Have I put updated pictures yet? Probably not. I fucking slack it. Um, So Dan did a dope-ass panel. Super fucking sick. Go check out the Low Life Podcast. page to check that out. Um, And then he sent it over to me to do some pinstriping. I am absolutely killing it with the pinstriping on that thing. Um, Listen, the amount of hours that him and I have into this is ridiculous. This is easily, hands down, one of the dopest panels I put my work on. Um, you're not gonna want to miss this one. This is easily, if this was to sell, easily over two hundred dollars. So make sure you're following No Luck Paintworks, and make sure you are a Patreon subscriber. And with being a Patreon subscriber, um, every month from here until August, your name gets put in a hat every single month to win, um, an all-inclusive right. Yes. Inclusive. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even I want to say exclusive. <laughs> it will be an exclusive gift, but yes, it'll be an all-inclusive trip. All-inclusive in- trip to fucking beat retreat. That's what I'm telling you. You're not going to want to fucking miss this. Um, the way you get involved on the Patreon is how? You go to
2: patreon.com slash lowlifechopperpodcast. Click on giveaway level supporter. And in the name field, you put your Instagram handle. That way we can make sure that you're following No Luck Paintworks and Loctite's Chop Shop. That's all you got to do. Patreon.com slash Low Chopper Podcast. Giveaway level supporter. All those funds help us to do cool shit with the show. Initially, those funds helped us to set up the studio so that we could make the show in the first place. That's taken care of. Then we used it for the deadbeat thing. We're going to use it again for the deadbeat thing. And also, we're going to use it to travel out to more shows in your guys' area. So, we appreciate you guys supporting the show and entering it for a chance to win some cool prizes for yourselves.
1: Um, all right. We're done with this section. We're done with this section. I think we're on to the shout outs. Um, do you mind if I plug the show here? Do it. Okay. So, For anybody who has not seen, August 14th, the Unicorn Ranch Roundup is fucking happening. Yes, it got canceled last year. I told you I'd bring it back this year, so it's happening. Um, August 14th, we are doing a ride, a chopper show, and a ride in movie. Um, Trophies will be made by Jerry at A12, Inc. He's making a Best in Show trophy, which uh, will be picked by the one and only... And Chopper Bob. Uh, and then he's also making a trophy for Jerry Source, which will be picked by Jerry himself. Um, the winner of Best in Show will get an on-site photo shoot with Chopper Fisher. And then uh, what the fuck else we got? Uh, so far, the show has been sponsored. Um, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. I'm fucking slacking a little bit here. Um, it's been sponsored by Biltwell, Chopped uh A12 Inc., Pork Choppers Leathers. Um, talking to Lowbrow right now. So there's going to be a bunch of shit to uh, raffle giveaway at the show. It's going to be dope. Um, the thing is, is, and I know people are already getting salty about this, but look, me and Grease have talked about this before. I think we talked about this last year. Um, this is a chopper only show. This isn't me being like, oh, I'm bougie, I'm a chopper dude, blah, blah, blah. But there are hundreds of shows that allow everybody to come. This just isn't one of those shows. This is a show for chopper dudes that appreciate old bikes, that appreciate working on bikes and building their own bikes. That's what it is. I'm sorry. I'm not like, again, I'm not trying to be a bougie motherfucker, but this is a chopper only show. Um, Please. Do not make me be the guy to just send your ass home. I don't want to be that dude, but I a hundred percent will. If you show up on a bagger or you show up on a fucking stock bike, some kind of fucking Donna bro bike. Look, I'm sorry. I don't hate those bikes, but you're not coming to the show. This is a chopper only show. Um, again, yeah, I apologize, but it just isn't that kind of show. Um, so with that, it's going to be a good fucking time. Um, it's not like super, like organized this and like vendors everywhere. It's just not that kind of show. It's like a show where everybody that is digging the same kind of shit um, can get together, hang out, show their shit off. Um, it's gonna be a good fucking time. Um, Badfish Customs is gonna lead the ride, and then it's coming back to Unicorn Ranch, which is where we do the chopper show. Everybody will hang out. Um, there's a bunch of stores around here. We'll stop and get something to eat on the ride. And then uh, once the sun goes down, put the projector up and watch Twenty One Days Under the Sky outside. Hopefully, it's fucking beautiful weather. And that's it, man. Um, you ride want to donate any kind of what? Is the ride leaving from the ranch and then back? Um, to- I'm not sure yet. I don't. I'm not sure because we'll see. I'm still trying to work that out because I'm assuming a lot of guys are going to be coming. Anybody's coming from Masson, they will be coming down ninety three and. I live in, like, southern New Hampshire, so it might start somewhere in the 93 area, somewhere up near you.
2: If you want, I was just going to say, everyone's going to come 93. I'm right off 93. If you want to start it at my place, we can leave from my place and ride it to your place. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, Obviously, you know, we got plenty of back 40 space here for everybody to, like, stretch out and park all the bikes and get them staged. Right, not be a problem at all, and it's a decent ride over there, and we could do back roads and make it even like, you know, a 40-minute or more ride out
1: of it. Right. Yeah, because I'm thinking that's probably going to be that area. Um, yeah, because I'm super southern New Hampshire. But, um, yeah, so I'll get that figured out. Um, but it's going to be a good time. If anybody wants to donate anything for the raffle or giveaways or anything, just hit me up, lock shop shop. And uh, I'll get you up on the fly or whatever. Like I said, it's not a super organized, structured show. It's just pretty much a show where you can come out, show your bike, show what you've been doing, and hang out with dudes that are doing the same shit you're doing. Um, And like I said, there's only three rules. Be respectful because it's at my fucking house. And I'm listen, I promise you, I'm not above beating someone's ass. I will do it if you get disrespectful at my house. That's a fact. (laughs) Ask anybody that knows me. Um, two, ride a fucking chopper. And three, do not fuck my grass up. If you stop doing burnouts in my backyard, I'm fucking you up. <laughs> and those are the only rules, man. Other than that, come and have a good fucking time. Bring your chopper and we'll fucking hang out.
2: Love it, man. You all the way through on this one? Should we move on to the shout-outs? Yeah. All right. So shout out. Let me get the actual handle here for you guys. This is less of a shout out. Well, it's, it's a shout out because I used to work with him, and he's a good dude. Uh, but also, it's a request for anybody out there holding an Evo sporty motor. It could be an 800 or 1200. Doesn't matter. Um, Colby Hagen, who on Instagram is Colby S Paradiso, is in need of a motor. I don't know what happened with his, but it's, so he said something went through the bottom end, sent shavings up through the top end. The whole thing is just fucked. And the mechanic he brought it to was like, you're better off just throwing a whole new motor in here because it's going to cost way more than that to replace it. This is his first bike. So I feel for the guy. He just got this thing last year. And then to have like this horrible motor explosion right away reminds me of my little brother situation where he's always got something going on. Um, So if anybody's got a motor, Evo Sporty, 800 or 1200, reach out to me at Faro Fabrication or reach out to Colby directly. Again, the handle is Colby, C-O-L-B-Y-S, Paradiso, P-A-R-A-D-I-S-O. Let's get this man in contact. I know people listening to this show have sporty motors laying around. XS650 motors and sporty motors are laying in the garage of probably 90% of the people who listen to this. So if you're looking to move one, he's looking to pick one up. That's all I got for that.
1: Um, huge shout out to at DJ Twig. Um, if you guys don't follow him, you're fucking up. He is a dope ass photographer. But um, the photo shoot we did two years ago um, just dropped in the new issue of Cycle Source. Uh, this is the first time I've seen any of the um, any of the pictures, um, and just huge shout out to him. It, it came out fucking dope, so appreciate you, homie. Dude, for anybody that's looking for it, it's in. It's not June, July. It's August, September's issue. Gotcha. All
2: right, let's see. Shout out to Davey Sprocket. Just finished up his welding table this dude is he scored some uh, extra material at work to build himself a welding table and the most badass part of it is he put this together with a fucking miller trailblazer 301 it's a 300 amp generator welder stick welded the whole thing together super fucking cool just laying 7018 all over it but Fucking they have two of these machines, 300 amps. It's a 10,000 watt generator and it's got four 110 plugs, one 220 plug because AC and DC, TIG and stick. This is like the fucking boss hog of welding machines. I'm super fucking jealous and their company's got two of them. And I just love to see somebody building their own welding table and stick welding it at that. Super fucking cool. So shout out to Davy Sprocket. Um, I got another one here if you're still looking. Uh, yeah, let it rip. Shout out to Dustin of Sleep, who's laying down some very attractive looking beads on some stainless flanges. He's switched over to a new shop recently and he's been pumping out a bunch of stainless work. And it's looking super fucking clean. Um, So shout out to him. If you guys don't remember, he left his job to go pursue welding. He took a night class. We had talked. He kind of did the same situation. Um, Took the night class, got hired into welding. And now he's already working on some super high-end stuff and now moving into the stainless work. So shout out to Dustin of Sleep. If you're not following his page, go fucking follow it.
1: Uh, huge shout-out to the homie, my greasy dozen brother, Dan Glensing. Um Hit him up yesterday. Just had some questions on uh, – I'm trying to dial in the clutch on the shovel. And uh, I don't know what it is, man. When I look at these fucking, um, like, manuals and shit, they did, dude, they confused the fuck out of me. So pretty much just talking to him, he was like, yeah, man, it's just this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, dope, cool, all right, I got it. So, <laughs> I appreciate you dumbing shit down for me, homie. <laughs> I well, just need that in my life sometimes.
2: <laughs> that's it, man. We all need that. Um, let's see. Shout out to J. Roche 79. Uh, yeah, it is yes yeah, j. Roche 79 here. For the hookup, he's he was doing a foot clutch tank shift on a build that that he was doing for a customer. And he put me on to some of the info that I'll need over the winter time. I think I might try this hydraulic clutch system because the, the way that my clutch is on there right now, I'm not super stoked with the way the cable kind of comes in at an awkward angle. And it was the only way I could make it fit. Uh, and if I convert that to hydraulic, it'd be a lot easier to move it over and the, the pedal would be way fucking smoother. Um, so he got me linked up with the, the cover I would need to convert it. Obviously, I got a place down the road, Loctite there, uh, Omni, that can make the the actual line for me. And then some of the master cylinder math stuff that goes into it. So, shout out to him. He put together a super, super clean setup that I'll probably end up using as a model as I try to figure my way through it this winter.
1: Oh, Um huge shout out to uh glory days the show um was supposed to be in the show last year uh it didn't end up happening because of covid obviously and uh he hit me up again to uh show the show black glory days this year um unfortunately it falls on the same day as cheap frills um and dusty's the homie so i obviously have to be at that show to support what he's doing but um huge shout out to glory days i i super fucking appreciate these dudes um they Completely understood, I'm like, yeah, no problem, man. We'll make it happen in 2022. So, um, yeah, again, shout out to them. Um, if you can't make it to cheap thrills and you're close to glory days, make sure you hit them up, show them some love, and that's it, man.
2: Love it. Shout out to Jacob Cannon. Uh, yeah, at Jacob Cannon, who is the brother of Captain Cannon, who out. you might recognize as a longtime listener of the show. So he said that uh, he sh- sent me a message saying that his brother put him onto the show, and he was listening to the last episode that we did with Jacob Kennard, and said he was geeking out to the welding machine talk. And he's like, I have two of those machines. And he was saying that he loved hearing about it. So maybe that's something we'll have to get into with more of the people that we bring on the show. We kind of took a step away from it lately, but I got that message, and I was like, you know what? We gotta do some fucking deep dives here every now and again, so shout out to Jacob Cannon. He's a certified pipe welder down there in Tennessee, so probably doing higher level shit than I'm doing over here, but I'm glad that uh we're able to give you something you enjoy
0: listening
1: to. uh, I think that's all I got this week. It's a good amount
2: uh let's see. Don't want to miss. So shout out to all the people that wrote to me. I made a, a story post this past week about workout goals and trying to get off all these fucking diabetes medications. Because I'm just done with all these fucking doctors that don't know what they're doing and want to write you a script and send you on your way. And they don't got, they don't care about what happens after that. I'm done with all these people. I made a goal to hit these workouts to get in a certain level of shape to where I can just stop taking the medications. And I had so many people more than, more than any bike related thing, reach out to say like, dude, fucking get after it. Stoked to see this and share their health stories with me. And I appreciate the fuck out of all you guys. There's too many people to, to go through each one, but I just want to let you guys know, I appreciate it. And I will keep you posted. I will be off these fucking medications by next summer and just living that fucking
1: clean life. Oh, shit. That's why I accept one more shout-out. Get it. Uh, Shout-out to the homie motherfucking Jerry uh, coming in hot with the trophies. Like I said, he's making the two trophies from the Unicorn Ranch Roundup. Um, He's making trophies for cheap thrills. He's fucking making trophies for pretty much goddamn everybody. So if you're having a show, make sure you hit up Jerry and uh, I promise you will not be disappointed. Um, To piggyback off that, he's also looking for if you have like any kind of shit kicking around the shop, like any kind of like clutch plates or gears or fucking um, sprockets, fucking anything, anything that's motorcycle related, um, he's just trying to get another stockpile going. So when he's building the trophies, he's able to do cool shit. So um, if you got anything laying around and you're close to the Jersey area, he said he'll come pick it up, or uh you got can to figure out shipping or whatever. Um, hit him up. 812 Inc. on Instagram.
2: Perfect. All right. Well then in that case, with no further ado, I think we're ready to jump into this motherfucking interview with Dusty and Jay. Good. All right, guys, we are live on the phone with Dusty and James of Cheap Thrills. Welcome to the show, guys.
3: What's up? How we doing? How's
4: it going?
2: It is good to have you guys. You are putting on one of the most anticipated events of the season. We were just talking before you guys got on about how I feel like everybody is still stir crazy after last summer and cannot wait to get out to things. So this is
3: 100%.
2: Highly anticipated, yeah, big time. So first off, thanks for taking the time to come and talk to the people about it. Why don't we kick it off by uh, going through how you guys got involved with the show in the first place and what it's been like in past years, and then we'll get into the details of this year.
3: Uh, well, you know, we started, I don't even know, five years ago, yeah. I think, something like that. Uh, I had a shop little shop you know we did like merchandise and used parts and chopper stuff and then i got hurt and uh you know at that time like mama tried it started and a couple other ones we went to texas down to giddy up and we were seeing these big shows but you know it led into like there was no shows by us and that's just pretty much how we started it you know we started with like a uh there was i had gotten hurt at work so we had a benefit show at a bar that was real fun and then we did like a, a warehouse party, and then that rolled into the, the convention hall where we've been, you know?
2: Yeah, it seems like it escalated quickly from. Like, it you know, did.
3: It did. Yeah.
2: To like the biggest shit in town.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of competition. We don't see this competition. We're friends with everybody, and we just try to have the most fun we can. And it's like, you know, we just from day one wanted to have a bunch of rock and roll and choppers, and, you know, we didn't see the show that we wanted to be at, so we threw it ourselves. And this is where we're at, you know?
2: That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, we were down there last year. Last year was in uh, February, right?
3: Uh, 2019 was our last one, I think. Oh, no, 2020, yeah. We got it in at the beginning of the year before COVID. Oh, that's um insane. Yeah, the fir- yeah. first weekend of February.
2: Yeah, that was, like, really the last.
3: It was about the only show, I think.
2: It was. I remember going and then didn't even think, I mean, back then nobody was even talking about COVID, thinking about COVID. You weren't thinking like, oh, this is going to be the last thing I go to for a long time. But then after the fact. We were it-
3: definitely not. Yeah, we definitely were not social distancing the Chief Drills. No. <laughs> Mom, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I think after that, you know, Mama Tried would have been the next one and they were pushed back, I think from their normal date and they ended up getting shut down. Uh, the weekend of, you know,
2: that's right. I remember everybody talking at cheap thrills about like, who's going to mama tried and all that. And then little did we know it wasn't going to happen and neither was anything else.
3: Yeah. It was a wild year.
2: Yeah. But I you think guys it. put on a hell of an event at, uh, what was the name of that space that it was at in February?
3: Uh, it's convention hall in Asbury park. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That I used to, I uh, used to work at that building as a uh, bouncer for a couple summers and that's how we kind of got our foot in the door there you know i think we were the first motorcycle show uh in like that used to be a big place in the 80s and the 90s they would have big biker parties or, like wrestling in the streets bam bam bigelow was from there and then uh we were the first show that they allowed in like 20 years in that building holy fuck! Yeah, I, I was gonna so, say,
2: was it difficult to get them to say like hey we're gonna bring a bunch of old leaky motorcycles in here and set them up right on the floor
3: not at all. For some reason, my, my manager always liked me. So, uh, I actually quit without telling him and never went back. And, uh, but then I called him and he was just like, yeah, let's do it. You know? So Damn,
4: even after it, that, huh?
3: <laughs> Yeah. You know, I was a good bouncer.
4: Because it's just the studs on the, uh, the, <laughs> the ice track racers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. That was the one thing is we had the ice track racers in there and they were worried about the floors or from like 1930, you know, uh, I forget what it's called, some kind of stone. So we had to, like, put carpet on the Ice Track racer's tires when we rolled them in for the show.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I had that.
3: That building building one year, we loaded all the bikes in, probably a million dollars worth of bikes, beautiful antiques and choppers and everything else, and the building itself caught on fire. And we had to get – there was no employees there yet. We had to get out onto the roof, my buddy and I, and break in to put out the fire in the the cathedral ceiling with a fire (laughs) extinguisher. from an outlet with some lights plugged into it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say what caused it. So it was just literally a, something plugged into an outlet just went up.
3: The outlet just burned out, caught the, caught the very highest part of the building on fire, you know, 80 feet up or something like that inside. So we had to go out and get out on the roof and then in through another window to put it out. Fire department showed up, the building people. We said, now we got it. Don't worry about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Don't send us any bills for this either. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing about over there. They, they're on it, you know. we got to be very careful with their building. It's a nice old place, and they put a lot of money into it. Uh, that building's got a ton of history. Black Sabbath's played there. You know, every band ever plays there. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash, you know, recorded a bunch of stuff in Asbury Park. So that building has a bunch of uh, history that's real cool that they let us use it.
2: That is awesome. Yeah, because they got that whole little uh, stage area where, where you guys had the chopper um... – swap meet thing set up
3: yeah yep yep that's the convention center there where they do uh where they do all the shows they used
1: to do the shows
3: and they used to have all the bike shows and stuff be on the second floor where all the vendors were. they had an elevator to bring up uh they said all hot rod Chevelles and stuff uh all the choppers would be on the second floor they used to have for the biker events they would get a bear there and people would sign up to wrestle the bear uh, this is in like the '80s, right in the middle of the room. You know, a bunch of bikers would just come in, partied up, and just wrestle a bear.
2: What the Fun fuck? The bear yeah. People?
3: If you go back, like our first year, we had our first year that we did the show. We were lucky enough to have a bunch of guys that had won all the shows back in the '70s and '80s, bringing the same bikes, same guys, same bikes, and they brought flyers from the old shows, pictures and stuff, and photo albums. It's bear. It's a big ass brown bear fighting people in a in a wrestling ring. You know.
2: Damn, that's crazy I still don't understand how that works and people don't get murdered by the bear It's like a circus act you yeah. know, like a shoot wrestling kind of uh, trained bear
3: yeah bear is probably like doped up
2: <laughs> is it people who come to the event that wrestle the bear or it's like they wrestle yeah it?
3: yeah no people that come to the event and then it turned into they uh, they used to have Bam Bam Bigelow would wrestle outside on the street but then they would have guys who would just sign up and wrestle each other and they had weight classes and stuff so you you know guys would win like the, the wrestling championship for that year oh. Year. damn
2: shit was hard as fuck back then
3: yeah hard as fuck i went to one of those shows with my dad when i was a young kid i went one time and i just remember it was like the coolest thing i ever saw there was big wrestling ring in the street and bikes all in the in the grass across from the convention hall you know yeah and they had the the whole street shut down it was nice
2: that's super cool man and the way you guys did it, too, I thought was was perfect with the way you had the bike staged right in the front there behind the gates. And then you had all the parts over in the convention center and the wings were just you could just kind of buy from all local vendors up in the top.
3: Yeah, that was, you know, our vendors, we, we always get a bunch of vendors from all over the place. and They say they do well and like it's you kinda have a better spot. You're looking at the ocean and, uh, you know. The building has everything. It has food, it has beer, it has bathrooms. It's a nice place to have an event. Um, they take good care of us there. The bikes, you know, we're always a little bit crowded, but that's that building. Uh, that section is considered like a public street, so they can't we can't shut down the whole thing inside and serve beer. If we didn't have the gates, you know, spread the bikes out, we couldn't have beer out there.
2: Oh, really? I yeah. Know so
3: that, that's why we have to have that gate there. Otherwise, we'd have the bikes spread out all over the place, you know.
2: Gotcha. So that's what allows you to use, to serve the beer upstairs.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Inside is, inside is not a problem. It's just that main walkthrough. It's called like the grand arcade, probably the, uh, the walk part, you know, because that's considered like a public walkway. They have to always have that open.
2: Oh, okay. I see what
3: you're saying. But yeah, that building's is sick. Uh, you know, it's real weird. There's a bunch of weird rooms. It's super fun. They let us, you know, we've always had tattooing and stuff, which is cool. It's a little haunted. <laughs> it's a little haunted. Yeah. There's a, There was a cruise ship crashed off the coast right there. And like they brought all the people in, maybe in the 40s, and all the people like perished in the building, let's say, yeah, some, you know?
4: Some ballerinas died on the second floor yeah, in, some, some in, like, the in the fire. Some dancers in the 40s. Damn. So you got some spirits.
3: Yeah. The oh, building's got spirits.
2: Is it weird to get the the permission to do the tattooing is that do they treat that the way they treat selling beer? Like you have to.
3: Uh, no. So yeah, we have to go to the board of health. And uh, the guy that handles our tattooing is my friend, Jared. He owns a shop in uh, Belmar, New Jersey called fast times. So he's an established guy. He's got insurance and a license. So he has to get the board of health, come and inspect the building. There's a tattoo convention in that building also. So he's familiar with the building. So it's easy in that regard, you know? We kind of just call him, he comes and checks it out and we're good to go.
2: Nice. So yeah, it's fairly straightforward to, to get that set up. I was wondering, yeah, it's not bad. You, see that, you see that at events sometimes. And I've always wondered how the people with the trucks that pull up, like does anybody give them a hard time about shit like that? But that's cool. Are you guys going yeah. at, uh, at the event this year too?
3: Yeah, we're in the process. It's a different county, so we're in the process right now. But we're gonna have him there, um, and you know he's gonna bring in. Uh, he always brings in some people from out of town, so we'll probably have six or seven people tattooing at the hotel on Friday and Saturday. Uh, you know, right at pool level, kind of under the where the bands are gonna play under the stage.
2: That's awesome. Well, I, I, this is as good a time as any to jump into. Let's let's talk about some of the key details for this year, like where it's at. Because I know you mentioned it's a different county, so we're talking about different location so where what are the dates and where is it at and then we'll get into some of the the specifics
3: it's september 24th and 25th in seaside heights new jersey uh it's probably about 20 20 miles south of asbury yeah uh on the you know just straight down the coast it's right on the beach uh you know it's a classic beach town They a the whole boardwalk of rides ferris wheel uh water park go-karts um, a bunch of motels, you know, uh, a lot of bars, a lot of, a lot of activities. Uh, and they're, they're a nice town to deal with. They're real receptive. They want us there. And, you know, they've given us a lot of space. We have the hotel or the, the Hershey motel. And then we have a big town lot facing, uh, it's right on the bay side of the town. You know, it's like a barrier Island. Yep. So we have a big lot on the bay side and that's where like, we'll do our Friday night, uh, sports show, van show, and bands, and then vendors will be there. Saturday vendors, uh, vendors will be there, and then we'll have the chopper show at the Hershey Motel Saturday wow. night.
2: That's going to be awesome. So, is the is the chopper show or like a stage around the pool in the motel? Where is it? Where are the, yeah, the pulling up?
3: So the motel is two blocks off the ocean. It's a two-acre piece of land. And the buildings are set up in, like, an H. And the, the pool is in the dead center, you know? So in the where the pool is, there's an arcade with a sun deck right above the pool. The bands will be on the second floor there. All the rooms have balconies facing the bands in the pool. And the choppers will be around the pool. Uh, and that goes, I think, from, what, like, three to ten? Seven bands. That's going to be... You know, it's going to be something to be seen. It's 109 rooms all facing. All the balconies face the show and the stage. So, you know, you can hang out in your room. You'll be... People on the second floor dead level with the bands. Some of the rooms are five feet away from where the stage is. It's going to be wild.
2: Damn, that is going to be nuts. That's fucking cool that all the rooms face in that way, too. I was wondering about that, if some people would end up being... Facing the opposite direction or whatever.
3: No, yeah. every Every... All 109 rooms face the stage. And then the, the motel's got a restaurant out there. Uh, we'll have food trucks there. The pool will be open. You know, it's we'll have tattooing under the stage. It's going to be a big day. Uh, we're pretty excited. Accept- kind of came together. And, you know, we hope it goes as well as we think it will. We just hope a bunch of people want to come out and have a good time. It's the first show, I think, you know, where we're kind of like not in a campout environment back in like a town with motels and showers and stuff like that. I think people will be excited about that.
2: I think people will too. I think there's lots of the camp style events and I certainly love the camp style events too, but
3: it's same here. We, well, we, we go to all of them, you know, yeah. we're and at every one it's, of
2: them. It's something a little different, you know, you, you come down and you get an experience that you really can't get anywhere else. I don't know of any other show that that's quite like what you guys are describing.
3: We uh we we've got I think twenty of the best like you know East Coast heavy metal doom metal sludge metal we got a good country band you know we've got uh, Friday night music at our vendor show lot followed by a band at the motel followed by an after party Saturday we've got the lot going off all day mini bike races vendors we'll have uh, we're doing diners and stuff this year you know. We got some drag bikes, some old race bikes coming, and then we're gonna do the show at the motel with seven bands, followed by another after party. We just wanted to make it as ridiculous as we possibly could. Like yeah, we, nice. don't wanna, we don't want to, we don't give you a little bit. Like we want to give you a lot of it.
4: We're just coming off a pandemic. You're gonna have sensory overload when you come to Seaside. I hope you know. Fuck
2: yeah, man! I'm stoked about it. Is uh, do you want to run through the whole? schedule like as it as it goes or just kind of the general sense of here's a couple of the events that are going on like do, are people going to need to know when to show up for things
3: well yeah i mean friday we're going to be uh set up at our event lot on the bay and we'll have um, that's where the sports show is going to be that's where the band show will be and we've got five bands for that night over there Um, The vans and supporters are literally stage side. Plus, that's where all our uh, vendors will be. We might do some mini bike racing there Friday night. And then Saturday during the day, that's pretty much where everything's going on as well. Uh, All the bikes in the chopper show are going to get together and they got to do a ride uh, pre show. You know, don't finish the ride. You're not in the show kind of thing. Love it. So. While the lot's going on, we'll get that ride out of the way. We'll get the bikes over to the pool. We'll get them all polished up and stuff. I think we got a couple-hour overlap from the lot to the motel, and then we're going to shut the lot down at 6 Saturday, and then the motel's going to go off with the chopper show. We'll bring over the the winner of the van show, the winner of the mini bike races, the winner of the sportster show, You know, and we'll just have a big, huge fucking party.
2: Damn, dude. That
3: is fucking sick.
2: I love. I think we, you yeah. we, we guys were on once before. We talked about the uh, the idea about the ride and and it being important to make sure that these bikes are running if they're going to be in the show.
3: Sure. Yeah, time. you know, and we got a different. I don't know. You know, we're not looking for exactly show bikes. There's a bunch of bikes coming that are not show bikes at all. That just badass choppers that run real good. And we know the guys, and we know that they ride them. And, you know, those dudes. If a guy shows up with a bike that looks insane and spotless, and he can't do an hour ride, and who cares, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
2: Like, like,
3: yeah, we want to see these dudes rip through the freaking, we're going to go over the bridge, get some nice views in, I'm trying to get a police escort right now. We're working on it with the neighboring town. has got a motorcycle uh unit, you know? So yeah. we're trying to get a police escort, and then the ride will be open to everybody, anybody that wants to join, and it'll be the 30, 40 bikes from the Chopper Show, and then anybody else that wants to join, so... You know, hopefully we get some good numbers for that. we we'll just do a little beach ride and then go back and just party Saturday night.
2: And so that'll be Saturday during the day. For anybody that's looking to get involved in that ride, do you know what time is leaving to make sure that people know, like, hey, don't show up any later than this if you want to be a part gonna,
3: of it? I'm going to say it'll be kickstands up at the Hershey Motel at one, uh, 11 o'clock a.m. Perfect. Saturday,
2: Saturday morning. Hershey Motel. So if you guys are trying to get involved, if you want to be part of the ride, 11 o'clock Percy motel that's when they're leaving get there before then don't be fucking like showing up right then thinking it's all going to work out
3: yeah get there and fix your bike so you know you're going to make it adjust
2: your car yeah <laughs> that idle screw a little bit all the little uh last
3: minute shit for sure put your air cleaner back on whatever you got to do <laughs> uh, yeah we might we might uh we're thinking about taking we'll take that ride from the motel and it's about maybe four blocks over to the lot you know and saturday at the lot will be like the part of the performance type show. We're working on some stunt guys. We got mini bike races over there and all the vendors. So we might take the ride uh, four blocks away through that lot. And then it goes right at the lot up over the bridge into the neighboring town. So we might do a big loop through the other side of the party, you know. Sure, really show off.
2: I love it. How, how difficult has it been working with the, uh, the towns to get permission to do all the things you want to do? Has it been smooth or is it kind of a battle?
3: These- these guys are incredible. They're, yeah. they're absolutely incredible. They reached out to me. Uh, you know, this was a hog rally for 13 years that went away years ago. They've been struggling with it. They've been trying for two and a half years. You know, we've been in talks with them and it never worked out. It always falls on Indy and Larry, which, you know, we're not stepping on anybody's toes. We're trying not to, this year's crazy. Everybody shows moved and stuff like that, but we know we don't, we're not out here to step on toes. So we always turned them down because it fell on, you know, the town, We'll only have it on this set weekend, but it fell on other events. So this is the first year that we were able to work the dates out. And like even last year with COVID, they said do it. They said absolutely do it. Don't even worry about it. I said no way. I don't know how this works, but I don't think that's the right move for me. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: personally. But they're they're incredible. They're like, what do you want to do? You know, you want to backflip dirt bikes over the hotel? It's been done before in this town. You can do it. So. We're trying to work on some stuff. We're trying, you know, there's, there's things in the, if this year goes well, the following year is going to be seriously epic things that they offer to us that we weren't able to pull off this year. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of growth, a lot of growth potential. If we do well this year and, you know, it's a bigger show for us. We we're responsible for a lot more, you know, it's outside, it's multiple venues, stuff like that, but we, we got it pretty nailed down and we got a lot of entertainment and, You know, it's turned into a music and motorcycle festival more than a one day chopper show, which is fun.
1: But how many blocks
3: is this whole show? So it's like at the motel and then it's at this lot, and there's about four blocks in between. You know, we're not taking over those blocks, but the lot that we have is pretty massive. You know what I mean? It's it's a, a really large space. And like the way that the town is, you know, everything's within 10 blocks. You can walk any part of the town in 15 minutes max so you could be at the boardwalk once you get there you're going to be like between the boardwalk games the rides the sky water park. Ride. you know a sky ride takes you down the boardwalk and back there's so many other things going on it's crazy it's like sensory overload you know
4: we just hope we hope everyone takes advantage of the town too you know come to our event for sure but also fall in love with seaside heights new jersey it's a great town
2: Absolutely. I think that's, that's the other cool thing too. When you get out of the, the woods, you you get the opportunity to bring that whole aspect into it of what you're around when you're not doing just the events that are planned, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, we got a gorgeous beach, uh, maybe two miles south of us is uh, Island Beach State Park. It's $5 to get in, but it's an eight mile ride of just, you know, nothing but beach. It stops at a Barnegat lighthouse, It's good riding around, you know, surrounded. You got a bay on one side and the ocean on the other side. You can't go too far without seeing water. Take advantage of it, you know?
2: So that's like you can go in and it's, you you pay the entry, but it's also a road you can ride down for that, for those miles you're saying.
3: Yeah, that's just a state park, you know? I think it's like five bucks to get in or whatever, but it's from once you're in the gate, it's just like a seven or eight mile, just flat open road, bay on one side, ocean on the other, and it dead ends at the, uh, the lighthouse you know
2: that's it. just it's
3: a nice scenic route like you're in town with your wife or your girlfriend or something and you're hung over Saturday morning and you don't want to jump back into the party and there's you can go out and have a nice time you know
2: yeah that's super cool and I'm glad you mentioned that too so people can look out for that as they're going down there because that's the kind of thing where unless you are familiar with the area you might not even know it's there
3: yeah yeah we're gonna try to uh you know put out some information about Surrounding things in the town and stuff, because yeah, while well, everybody's there, you know, it should take the time to go out and enjoy it. Um, you know, we get a lot of people who come from a lot of different places, and some of them are landlocked. And I think any chance you're by the ocean, just take advantage. There'll be waves. It's September, you know, good surf. Yeah.
2: Man, I can't imagine growing up or or living somewhere that's landlocked. I never I never lived
3: yeah. in like that before, but. It, it, seems so weird that people live in kentucky
2: (laughs) right it really
3: is
2: so used to see ocean whenever you want that the idea that like somebody just was nowhere fucking near the ocean and has never seen it it's like damn that happens though all the time it's like like a whole boy
3: in new hampshire
1: my cousins have never seen the ocean that's fucked up new hampshire has a beautiful beach i've been there yeah it's insane but like new hampshire goes all the way to canada you know what I mean? So it's like oh, this sure. parts of New Hampshire where it's like four hours to get to the ocean. <laughs> that would
3: blow my mind. I couldn't even do it. I moved uh, just this past year. I moved maybe 20 minutes from the beach out on some land and like I hate it more than anything in the world. I'm trying to go back to a postage stamp size yard where I can like bicycle up to the beach and fish at night, you know?
2: Yeah. And that's usually the trade-off, right? You know, you got to deal with the small lot, but close to cool shit.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's the trade-off. I think it's worth it. Some people don't. It's everybody. It's people like things. I don't know. Fresh fish. Yeah. (laughs)
2: What's the, what's the garage situation at the, at the beachfront lots though? That's my big question.
3: Uh, We're at James's house right now. Like I said, we're probably half a mile off the beach. He's got a one car attached.
2: There you go. Okay. That's all you need.
3: He's got a bike in the living room. He's got two bikes in the garage and a van in the driveway. That's it. You know, that's without with, without pissing off the neighbors.
2: Yeah, as long as you got some spot to work on the bike that's covered, that's pretty much all all you need.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. A little shed. A lot of houses got sheds here.
2: There you go. You know, so are you guys super close to to Seaside, or how far are you out?
4: <sighs> yeah, I mean, you know, Eight if miles. If you, if you take uh, if you take the beach route from here, yeah, it's about 20 minutes, you know, 25-mile-per-hour road to a 40-mile-per-hour road down the inlet. Not far at all. Um, but, yeah, this is Point Pleasant.
3: Yeah. We took the boat the other day in, like, 30 minutes.
4: Yeah. Point Pleasant, New Jersey? Point Pleasant, New
2: Jersey. Oh, I was thinking of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I was going to – that fucking sure. Hoffman story, or that mo- that old movie from the 90s. I was like, oh, shit, you live right there. Must it's be- that's quite –
4: it's quite the commute for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fucking track.
0: Yeah. No, but that's
4: I, I do it though. Catch me, in my G
2: twenty. <laughs> that's it. Sorry. What are you guys most looking forward to at the event? After all the work it takes, to plan all these different things.
3: Uh, you know, music. I just—it's yeah. going to blow people's minds. We got some uh, these bands. It's the best of the best of the bands that are you know. Of this genre, these dudes are going to crush it. We've had a lot of them play before. And, like, the overall the overall uh, weekend of just, like, party, 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 and then surrounded by great bikes, I think, you know, the whole thing is just going to be overwhelming. One best part, seeing a bunch of choppers around the pool, people in the pool. I mean. Band on the stage. Band two, on the stage above the pool. Two stories above. Yeah.
4: Bunch of smoke and lights, some heavy doom. Some good music. Yes. I was just looking at a, a, one of those David
2: Mann pictures the other day of two bikes flanking the pool, chicks in bikinis, and then guys sitting next to the bikes. And it's like, that's, that's it what this is going to be, How about the sounds of it.
3: There's another good picture. It's a uh, Danny Clinch picture of Metallica playing at Folsom. And all the inmates are hanging off the railings. I feel like that's also similar to the vibe that we're going to try for.
4: Yeah, <laughs> three three story motel. You know, everything looking out to the pool, beautiful bikes, rock and roll bands playing. It's gonna be it's gonna be some imagery. Uh, that's yeah, I look forward to that. You know, seeing that unfold Saturday
3: night. Yeah, when the sun sets and the bands are ripping. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the epic moment
4: where it's like everything
3: we got yeah. through it, everything's good.
2: Do you guys have a photographer that's going to take some pictures? This is, like, the kind of stuff that I feel like needs to be documented so you got high-quality shots.
3: Yeah. We know know, a lot. We know quite a few photographers. uh, We have Chris LaCour, uh, Deathbed Edition. He's been working with us. He did that video for us and stuff. Yep. Um, Otto LaRouche will be there, I'm sure. Our friend Travis Tanay. Travis Tanay Photography on Instagram. He'll be there, I'm sure. You know, we're not – we're construction workers. <laughs> yeah. our, third, our, our third partner, Walter, has a, a motorcycle shop. He's very busy at. He does crazy fabrication. Uh, kickstart Cycle Supply. You know, we should be better at this sh- show planning stuff than we are. So, like, we don't have like we don't have like our own photographer. We don't have like uh, It's just the three of us, you know. We don't have a lot of support staff, so we rely heavily on the community. We oh, see yeah, a lot of pictures people working. taking
2: there's going to be people showing up that are going to take those pictures regardless. No doubt.
3: Yeah. No, I hope they get yeah. I hope they have such a good time. They don't take any pictures.
2: <laughs> yeah. See that, that's my problem. That's the reason I ask because I'll go to all these shows. I'll take zero pictures and then people are like, how was the show? And I'm like, boy, I, Great. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. But I took I <laughs> I'm I lost in a moment. I don't but know yeah. if I've ever
3: taken a picture.
2: Yeah, but some people, they're fucking looking for
3: the shots. They're like, but, yeah. oh, this is and be- with that, without that, with that them, I don't know that any of this would be where it's at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Between Instagram and social media and then the people that are photographers. Blow this up. It makes – you know, I feel like we've always looked way cooler than we are by the pictures that people take, you know? Yeah. And that's awesome.
4: I broke down five seconds after that photo, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Slip them five bucks and be like, "Don't show that picture of me working on it later."
4: <laughs> uh, no, do please, yeah. you know, all, all, full ass day, out, day in life. Yeah, Sell <laughs> <selling> my ass. <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
2: This is probably the only like automotive community where breaking down. Is like looked at as like, oh, that seems like a cool story behind that. it.
3: You know, it's, it's like all. a. Pre- ah. It's just become. It's just become pretty standard. Yeah. That's
2: it. Everybody but, knows
3: going to You know, if you wanted something nice that wasn't going to break down, you'd buy a brand-new Harley off the showroom floor with shocks and every
1: other thing. I
4: know, I know you got four spark plugs in your jacket pocket, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have two boxes in my jacket pocket because my shovel had a ship box.
4: There you go. <laughs>
3: wow.
1: Well, those shovel heads.
3: Get rid of that super e. No, I can't say anything. I've broken down the last two times on an Evo Big Twin and an Evo Sportster. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, it really can happen on anything. The fucking stator went on my Evo Big Twin last summer, and I was like, what the, are the fucking odds of that? On the,
3: on the way to North Carolina, my brand-new battery from lowbrow separated, and all the fluid came out of it. Like, the top came off of the bottom.
2: Did you have one of those batteries that, that you put, like, the liquid into, and you swish it around? Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. Dusty. What, what is going on here? (laughs) Do they still sell those?
3: They do. It fit the battery box I bought. I was in, I was in a time crunch. I got the bike back from my friend at Walter, my other partner, like a week before Little bass. The only one that get your parts out that fast.
2: Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Loctite and I have been joking about those batteries forever. I I literally, there was a point where I didn't realize they made them anymore and I thought that like, the AGM style was, like, the only style you could buy. And then I seen them pop up on, like, lowbrow. And I'm like, oh, shit, what do those cost these days? Like, 20 30 bucks.
3: <laughs> I think it was, like, 70 bucks. That's the worst part.
2: Oh, my goodness.
3: Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got, like, I don't know. I think we did a hot 80 miles before it actually blew up. Very hot 80 miles. Yeah, we were ripping. I was fucking hauling ass before that. Fucking
4: 6 in the morning down the parkway. Yep.
3: Sunrise, and it was a sea. <laughs>
4: Had a ferry to catch. Yeah, you get some good photos though. Maybe at least you get that.
3: I forgot wow. to take them.
4: Yeah, <laughs> too, busy, too busy breaking down. Yep. Yeah, too busy fixing
2: these high quality batteries. You know, <laughs> it's no time.
3: And then this other guy went and got me one from the AutoZone sealed battery. Works great, dude.
2: That's what. <laughs> if anybody, whoever's listening, please just get the AGMs.
3: It is, also. Support low-brow customs. Yeah,
2: send us some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are you guys riding? Let's talk about uh, what you'll be taking to the show.
3: I'll let James go. Uh, not, I'm not taking anything to the show. Well, yeah. yeah. A lot of
4: stuff to carry. I, I, I very well might end up, I, I got a, <laughs> my XL 185 in my shed right now I'm looking at. That looks perfect for the beach. But uh, no, I got a 80 shovel head, you know, swing arm. And uh, so I'm going to try and bring that on the ride. But uh, for most of the weekend, I'll probably just be kicking it in my van. I got a, an 81 uh, Chevy G20. Nice. to bring to the van show.
2: That's awesome. Are you, are, is there a lot of – uh you expecting a lot of people for the, the van side of things? I know that choppers and vans tend to go hand in hand
4: yeah yeah you know, you know haulers, toy haulers, everything like that, vintage trucks too, but uh, as far as vans, yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of vans pull up for this we have a,
3: we have a bunch
4: bunch of good clubs, um bunch of good you know there's some really nice vans down here, so I hope they show up. yeah, me too, man.
2: I don't think I've been to something late in the past year that that you really got to see like a good showcase of vans at. Obviously, somebody at every chopper show, somebody's got a cool van. But I don't think I've – actually, I don't think I've ever been to a show that was just – had a specific well, section.
4: Well, to highlight it, too, to highlight it and to emphasize it is awesome, and that's what we want to
1: see.
3: Yeah, we got the vans literally across from the stage Friday night. The vans will have their own setups partying in their vans, you know, front and center to the stage with the sports show right next to them. It's, you know, a showcase for vans uh, more than just, like, having them out in the parking lot, you know.
2: Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, I don't think I've ever seen that at any of these other events that we've gone to.
3: Yeah. We, we got a, you know, at least, you know, 10 to 15 good friends with some really, really rad trucks that are going to come out. Maybe I'll bring my wife's got a big uh, lifted square body suburban that we take out on the beach. That'll probably be there. I'll probably have my sports chopper. I have a 2000 sports chopper, maybe at the sports show. And then I have a, uh, when I got it, like an 88, 89, like sports or tracker. Yeah,
4: even um, the uh, even the sound guy, he's pulling he's pulling a flatbed uh, stage for the Friday show. But well, what he has an eighties Econoline, cotoline. diesel,
3: diesel E three hundred and fifty. Yeah,
4: very very cool van. He's going to be pulling the stage with.
3: Yeah, he's got his whole stage just like uh, totally mobile. You know, it's going to be something to see when these bands yeah. are out there.
2: Fold out drum platform. Dude, that's sick! Towing it with the so that thing can pull it, no problem.
3: Yeah, uh, this yeah. dude's a nut. He's a like a sound nut. He's in a <laughs> shitload of bands. Like he's in a marching band. He's in a bunch of like rock and roll bands. You know, he's a real smart guy. Uh, and he's got this whole setup. He took a twenty-four foot camper, and then he ripped the shell off of it, and he made it flat. And then he's got a flip out, so it's twenty-four by eight flat stage. And then he's got a flip out eight foot drum riser off the uh, one of the wheel wells that is another eight by eight section off of the back for the drums. So, and then he's got all his shit set up in his van and he's got all his sound and stuff wireless. So he's just in the crowd with like an iPad and he can run the whole thing for us.
2: Dude, that is super fucking cool,
3: man. Super fucking cool. He happens to work with us and we've known him for a long time, you know, small towns around here. So we know everybody. Sure um, his uncle's on the mini bikes. Yeah. His uncle's <laughs> actually, uh, his uncle, um, Puppy monkey baby on instagram on Instagram. He's a wild man. He's got like flame throwing Triumph Chopper. He builds these insane, you know, if you were at Cheap Dose, you might have seen his mini bikes, the sidecar bikes made out of beer kegs and all this other shit. He's gonna be running the mini bike uh races for us. He did at the Smoke Out always he did their mini bike races and I know he just did uh Thunder at the Rock or something like that. So he's gonna be like the M C of the mini bike races and it should be something. It's, it's a family affair.
2: Yeah. That's cool. You guys got the mini bike races going on, too. Where are they going to race them?
3: So right at our lot over there where the vendors and everything is Friday night, Saturday day. We have like a big dirt section right in the middle. We're going to do a TT track, uh, you know, to be half flat track with a couple curves, maybe a jump. And then we got a drag strip on asphalt. So, you know, it's going to be uh, a shootout you're going to have to compete in both and I think we're talking about doing uh plastic TT starts where you got to run over and start your bike
4: pull start only pull,
3: pull start only yeah um so yeah. to be drag and TT right in that same lot you know we might do drag races Friday night we haven't figured out the schedule on that yet um but it'll be right there where the vendors are right where we got food trucks coming we got a big uh beer trailer coming you know beer in the whole event uh food Walking around the vans, the sponsors, the stage, the vendors, everything. You got beer, good food trucks, all kinds of bathrooms. We were trying to make it nice. Break away from that camp out vibe.
2: Yeah, for sure. It seems like you guys are really setting the bar on breaking out from the camp out vibe.
3: You know what it is? This is when you wake up real early in the morning and you go to use the John and somebody shit on top of the seat. It really fucks up your whole fucking life, <laughs> you know? Oh, my God.
2: Was that the... Yeah. Uh,
3: you guys I got a fucking, blood? I got an infection. I had to go to the hospital. I swear to God. Did you really? <laughs> I think I got bit by a fly. I had two surgeries. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pointing fingers. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. You Who knows? You
2: Everyone's going to have bathrooms in their room. Fucking handle you. Yeah,
3: Yo, go, go take a shower. Bring your wife. Have a good time
1: fucking shit on your own toilet <laughs>
3: yeah and yeah the chopper show the best part of the chopper show is if you were lucky enough to get a room at the hershey you got a 30 pack in your room you got your door open and a chair out on your balcony you got front row seat of the show
4: yeah
3: you know you're not even buying beer so you're just set up in your room
4: you're drinking
2: heckle all
3: night yeah that's it
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's it you do i can only imagine the heckling that'll take place it's gonna be i good. got a
3: pretty good mc um I might get him a, a t-shirt gun and we're going to shoot pork rolling and cheeses out of it. <laughs> and he's just going to have a, a, a wireless microphone. Dude, this is going to be an epic weekend. We're trying, we're trying to, you know, like I said, if you don't go, if you don't see the show that you want to go to, you should just throw it yourself. That's it. And we like rock and roll. We like vans and trucks. We like motorcycles. We like hanging out with our friends. We love the beach. We like going on Ferris wheel families they're welcome you know what i mean it's a good vibe and that's that's what we're shooting for it's
4: a rock and roll summer in two nights
3: yeah it'll be the biggest i you know one of the biggest like uh motor uh music events probably on the east coast this year spread out over the town of seaside you know and it's cool because it's not you know these aren't just bar shows we have two bar after parties Friday and Saturday night up on the boardwalk. This bar is incredible. It's just all glass windows. You're right on the boardwalk. Um, we got three bands each night, but the other shows are outside above a pool while the choppers are there. The other shows at, you know, on the, on the rolling stage at the band show, like it should, it should be good.
2: That is fucking awesome, man. How, how much of a, time-consuming process has it been to plan this much stuff not not everybody who plans a show is like got this many moving pieces going on with it
3: yeah we've only been working on it every day for two and a half years
0: yeah it's the best no, the, no the
3: best. i mean if you just take it into consideration that would probably make like a couple thousand maybe like two thousand dollars total you know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's well worth it yeah. at the end of the
4: day I'll break at, even
3: yeah at the end of the day <laughs> care. who cares you know we're just it, when it was offered to us it was like we can't just do we can't take when you're offered the keys to the city you don't take a fucking motel
0: Yeah, you know
3: you gotta go for it and we toned it down we were shooting way higher and then we were like wait a sec you know let's just Walter our other partner is real good for bringing me down from my fucking I like the dream that's my aspect of the the partnership here and you know, we've toned it down a little bit, but like I said, the growth potential here is big, and like we just want to continue to just have a, a good show. Not trying to shit on anybody else's show, not trying to... We want everybody to have a great time at all times. We'll be at every other show there is.
4: Be inclusive.
3: Yeah, you know. We, we just love it. We want everybody to come out and party. Something for everybody. The works worth it.
4: Oh, yeah. That's
2: for sure, man. And it's super cool. You guys are just making such a big thing up, especially after last year. It seems like you're going to hit it super hard this year, and I hope a lot of people come down. I mean, so far as I understand it, the Hershey Motel is is fully booked up, right?
3: Oh, it's fully booked up. The other uh, thing that's going on, there's another event in town the same weekend or that Saturday night. It's called Flocella, and uh, it goes – there's a sandbar off of the bay of the town, and they do like a – 5,000 boat party during the day and then these people rent it a lot and they have big cover band show so that's the other thing this is like a 10,000 person show going on on the other side of town you know people come for the bikes if our music ain't your 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 choice there's a big cover band show down the street that's going to be raging you know the town is going off so like it'll be good in that regard of like there's there's a lot of things going on for people so you know, if you like the bikes, don't like the music, you could find some stuff to do.
2: Yeah. Super cool. It's super unique. You just don't see that. We usually you get what you get and that's yeah. all through it. But this seems like like you said, keys to the city to really just go go at it.
3: Just- like I said, they offered us they've offered us wild things. They've offered us freestyle motocross. You know, we've there's uh, you know, there's talks of like other other events that are just would set it over the top that we just didn't have time for like i said we're not corporate for guys we're really not great at like getting sponsors and stuff like that we're always been off of our hard work and like community effort and you know that's probably what it's going to continue to be i think we're selling two-day vendor spaces for a hundred dollars to try to keep our vendors that come every year wow, that's so cheap <laughs> People, people that paint, people right. that do yeah. art, people that sell parts, people that sell new parts, whatever. Two days, hundred bucks. That's it. You know what I mean? We're not we're not out here trying to like get rich off vendors. We're trying to bring in. We're not bringing in hot leathers, shit like that. You're gonna see a bunch of fucking handcrafted stuff. Small time guys, shops. You know, we've got a few uh, corporate sponsors and, and parts people, but like for the most part, we got Jerry's art show coming. You know we support all the arts and you know it just happened that like yeah they gave us the keys to the city and we're able to make it work and hopefully it works for everybody like our vendors always have done well in the past and we want to continue to see that be how it goes you know we're not going to load the place with beef jerky vendors and fucking patches and stuff like that (laughs) like olive oils uh, you know oh dude you should definitely get a beef jerky vendor (laughs) well maybe if it's good beef jerky Bring your own. But, like, you know, we we, we screen all our vendors and shit every year. Uh, If you want to be a vendor, you got to talk to me personally. And, like, you know, that's how we kind of keep it as pure as we can. And we we like to keep, like – we bring the vintage girls and we bring the the crafters and stuff like that. But we like to keep, you know, a pretty legitimate swap meet uh, with good parts and shit because what's the point otherwise, you know?
2: I like that you screen the vendors too. I think sometimes –
3: you have to, otherwise you yeah, get fucking to. like. I don't want to buy socks to at, a, at a Harley show. Starts yeah.
4: to look weak.
1: Looks like a like a flea market. You know, you
3: got bath fitters out there.
1: Yeah, did we like, get into the swap meet yet? Did you touch on that yet? What's that? Did you touch on the whole swap meet part of it yet? No, nah, we didn't yet. Um, you know, like
3: I said, we, we got vendor spots, and they'll be for swap meet guys uh you know people businesses people that make shit uh it's friday it'll probably be i think that lot is probably gonna be like 12 to 8 friday and then like 10 to 6 on saturday so that hundred dollars gets you both of those days um there's parking right there for the vendors you know there's beer sales right there the bands will be playing while the vendors are out there um so we're trying to we're working on our website getting it ready it's a process when you know to get it to where we can screen all the vendors, rather than just buy the space off the swap uh, website.
1: So right, we Man, If the if the swap meets anything like it was in February, it's going to be insane.
3: That's like, you know that like, was
1: I, hands down the best swap meet I've ever been to, and like I even said it when we when we recapped this show when we came home. I didn't even try to talk anybody down because all the prices were on point.
4: A lot of good people around here, man. A lot of good vendors around here that know the worth of things and aren't trying to hold you over the coals.
3: Like I said, that's like, that's probably like the hardest part that I have. Like my aspects that I deal with is like picking show bikes and uh, like talking to a lot of people and then dealing with the vendors. and, And screening the vendors is second hardest to like telling people their bike's not cool enough to be in the show. Those are my two two worst jobs. But screening the vendors makes all the difference because it's like, you know, we've had guys drive fucking four states with a two U-Haul trailers full of parts for a six-hour show. And good on it. it's legit. Like, yeah. the prices are good. The parts are good. And I feel like that's how we made our name was having a legitimate swap meet, you know? We always have, like, really good parts. Legitimate guys. Nobody's trying to, like, really hustle anybody. Everybody's just having a good time. Right, maybe maybe hustling dice in the rows, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. out in the <laughs>
1: That definitely went down. I didn't...
3: Yeah, no, I had security one year tell me they said, "Hey, man, you got to break up the gambling." Somebody had like a thousand and ones, and uh, I said, "Who was it?" I said, "Who was it?" They said it was a guy in a black t-shirt with a beard and tattoos.
4: It's a good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, "All
3: right," wait. I said, "When you find him, let me know."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like they might they might crack down on that a little bit, but I'm sure I'm sure some uh, low key dice could be played.
3: Hey, you know what happens in the hotel rooms is not my business. Uh, What I don't see is not my business. I'll say this about seaside cops. They're they're receptive of us. The town has got a hundred year history of being a party town. They know their shit. One thing we will say is it's a walkable town. Know your limit. Pick a pick a point of tonight. Put your fucking bike in your hotel room. Lock it up. And don't ride that shit. You know, yeah. seven, eight o'clock rolls around, don't go out hot dogging. Yeah. Don't get a DUI. Like, yeah. Everybody plays it cool. The cops will play it cool. You know, that's that's a big thing we'd like to get across. The whole town's walkable and there's no reason to get in trouble while you're down here.
1: That's uh, a good point. So do you wanna do you wanna touch on what you guys donated to the show, like what you gave us to
3: give away? Yeah. So we gave you guys a hotel room which is fucking turned into gold. I uh, was in charge of locking down the hotel rooms. So I didn't really get that many. And uh, so you guys got one of them. You know, we gave one to Truth Chopperhead to give away. I think he's working on that. So, like, yeah, you guys got – it's a hotel room. Like, we'll do two VIP passes. We'll just get into everything all weekend. To get into the after parties. to will get into the lot. to will get into the hotel. Maybe a spot with some free beer or something. We don't know yet. Um, and then, like, you know, we'll throw some T-shirts and shit like that, whatever we got merch-wise. That's what's up. People are going to be stoked for that. That's what's up, dude. That's a
1: big hot price now because, like, I don't even got a room at the hotel. Dude, that's Uh, what I'm saying. So, we haven't even said anything, but, like, I was telling Greece, like, I was like, yo, they sold out. And Dusty doesn't even have a room. And we don't even have a room. (laughs) Sure. So, whoever wins this, you're coming out on top because nobody on this show right now has a fucking room. (laughs) Nobody.
4: No, it's a a rare commodity. (laughs) It's it's, It's a good giveaway.
1: Man, I could not believe it. when I was talking the other day, Dusty. And I was like, "Hey, I'm about to book my room." Like, yeah, that bitch sold out. Like, oh yeah, three months before the event, it's sold out already.
4: <laughs> yep, and you know, luckily that town—it's a—it's a motel seaside town, a lot of Airbnbs as well. So there's places to lay your head, and you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, y- y- you're gonna want to—you're gonna want to stay at the Hershey. That's the epicenter of, of all the mayhem. So that that, that giveaway is pretty, that's r- real sweet.
1: Yeah, I actually started looking it up once I found out the Hershey was uh, booked. And just in like, I'd say a three block radius, there's like probably fucking 10 hotels oh, that yeah. range from like 50 bucks to like 80 bucks. So
0: yeah, there's I definitely shoot, still would, time
1: for you to find a room. I was shooting for the $80 hotel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I was I'd thinking of
1: 50 because I'm like, these guys aren't going to care if I pull my bike in.
4: Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Same rules applies when you're on the road. You know, you're on the first floor like that. Always pull your bike in.
3: Yeah. Or bring bring a lock for your bike. Bring a chain. Change your buddy's bikes. Put it in your truck. Just remember you locked
4: your neck in the morning when you go to take off. (laughs) Seriously.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we just want to make sure everybody has a good time and doesn't get themselves fucking in some dumb shit, you know?
1: Yeah. We're not out in the woods.
3: We're, that, we're nah, I was going to say,
1: that's the one thing people got to realize here is this isn't a camping trip. So it's not 4 a.m. when you're fucking booted, start ripping down the street on your bike.
3: <laughs> right, right. Uh, 4 a.m., just walk back to your hotel and pee on things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Blend in. <laughs> yeah. Good. There's a good Instagram called Creatures of Seaside. You should look it up. Uh, <laughs> really? it will give yeah. you an idea
4: oh, yeah. of the town. Big oh, town. yeah.
3: I mean The legacy This is where the show The Jersey Shore show Was filmed The legacy of the town Is you know They're trying to change Their vibe They're not so much Of an Italian North Jersey Club scene Disco town You know So they're trying to Bring in more like uh, Unique entertainment stuff But they've always Done a bike week It just kind of fell off They were doing like Bagger light shows And stuff like that So They would come to Asbury Saw our stuff And they were like Bring in some fresh stuff And see what happens
4: They want the rock and roll
3: For sure yeah,
2: People are going to be very pleasantly surprised with how much is going on here. And I think a lot of the people that have been following and hitting us, hitting us up about it probably don't even realize how that all of this was happening. I hope whoever's listening right now, you realize that there's a lot of shit going down.
3: Yeah. Like I said, just to summarize it real quick, three, three motorcycle shows, you got sports, your show Friday night, you got a performance, uh, Race bike kind of show Saturday day while the mini bike race is going on. Saturday night you got the chopper show. You got the van show. You got twenty bands throughout the weekend. Um, you know, we got probably a hundred plus vendor spaces, food trucks, the boardwalk, we've got tattooing going on. There's a lot going on. You know. We feel a responsibility if you're gonna offer to bring people in town you got to show them the best time you can you got to fill their time we don't want you to come here and have to think yeah. we don't want you to come here and have to get your phone out we're going to hand you a little map when you you show up at either the motel or the, the lot we'll have a little pamphlet with a map to show you what's going on and turn your brain off Set back and party yeah. Okay. Yeah. for the weekend you know know
4: where got- to go when to go there have a good time but the town is inherently cool. So choose your own ending. Have a good time. You're going to see some shit.
1: Yeah, I'm fucking pumped for this. We're
3: pumped as well, man. And like I said, I don't know if we do the best job on social media and stuff. because like we're fucking busy dudes. But, you know, it's called cheap thrills for a reason. We don't we don't <laughs> got a lot of money. We don't got a lot of money. And we ain't got a lot of money to spend, but we are gonna do what we are gonna do, and we are still gonna have a party. And fucking whether you choose to come out or not, I'll be there. Right, James will be there. Walter will be there. You guys will probably be there. Fucking sounds like a good time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know Jerry's
3: coming. Oh yeah, Jerry's oh, all yeah. about it. Jerry's our show. Jerry's our show is gonna be debuting there. Twelve. Um, we got Jerry also at the at the motel for the chopper show. We have limited space in the pool so we're doing like 30 bikes but we've got the one lot of the hotel and the street next door we're going to close down we're going to do ride in probably have some salty prick like jerry sit outside and tell you your bike's not cool enough to come in or it is oh man
1: jerry's the perfect
3: guy for that (laughs) yeah you park on the street you come in that's your boyfriend his his sports has got to go out there. Your sports is <laughs> yeah. cool, you know? <laughs> some shit like that. But then Jerry's also going to pick, and you know, he's making a trophy for the best riding and bike, and he's going to do the pick as well. So there's, there's a, there's room for a good two hundred riding bikes. Um, wow. So if you can't get into the chopper show, don't take it personally. Just bring your shit. If your buddies in the chopper show support your group, come out with all your buddies. Take over two parking spots, three parking spots. You know. Yeah. That's what we're telling everybody. We want everybody involved. Do the ride. Do the chopper ride. Bring your shit to the riding show. Come have a good time.
1: Fuck yeah, that's going to be dope. I'm a fucking um...
3: But Yeah, you know, something for everybody. We're trying to do something for everybody. And we want to get everybody involved. The sports show came about because, like, I got fucking sports. You know, ain't nothing. We don't see anything wrong with it. And when you put a sports in a show with a knucklehead, it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: You're Network. always losing. <laughs> yeah, yep. Our yeah, buddy I'm torn Mike. now, man. I don't know if I need to bring my shuttle or if I need to bring the sports there.
3: Bring them so, both. Yeah,
1: for the <laughs> Sportster show, our
3: buddy Mike uh, Magneto, Mike from Cycle Stop, New Jersey, Cycle Stop NJ on Instagram. Yep. He's been rebuilding everybody's Magneto's. He's running that Sportster show. Nice. So he's a weird fuck. Big shout. He's got out, all. Mike. Yeah, big shout out to Mike. He's taking a big weight off our shoulders, and he's. I told him flat out, I said, you got that incredible talent to tell somebody their bike's a piece of shit and then tell them how to fix it and then get them to pay you to fix it. <laughs> right. So I like your fucking style and we want you to run the show. So yeah. he, he's got some wild shit coming. I know that. He's got some fucking off-the-wall shit. He's got bikes himself. His personal bikes are wild. So I'm looking so- forward to it. I don't know who's in the sports show. I haven't seen any of the bikes. I'm going to be surprised how- on that one. I think
1: that's cool. How's the chopper show going? Are you doing it? Cause like cheap throws, you did like best shovel, best, whatever Are you doing that same kind of thing. Or is it just like best? In so, yeah.
3: so yeah, no, there's going to be, uh, uh, you know, this is always up in the air to the end, but we're in the verge of making trophies. Now we got what we're doing for trophies is going to blow everybody's minds. So hopefully it's a pretty cool thing. I think it's very useful and something that we would like ourselves. So that's what we're doing. But typically, and you know, I think we're going to do, like, Mike, I think, is handling his shit for the sports service. We're going to do Best Man. We'll do, for the for the Saturday show, the performance and stuff, there'll be a couple classes. And then Chopper Show will fall into, most likely, Best in Show, People's Choice, uh, you know, Paint, Fab, and then usually, like, we'll try to differentiate Knuckle Shovel, whatever, you know, right. Depend, depending on how many bikes. You, we're getting swamped with Cone
1: Shovels, so... You know, you know any
3: metrics? Yeah. So are, you really saying, like,
1: are you saying I should bring the sports to that and not the cone shovel? <laughs> pull, a, pull out a, CB7, pull out yeah. a CB750. <laughs> i
3: would be so pumped. Cool. Everybody that had damp chops upgraded, but I thought their old bikes were way cooler. Yeah. yeah. oh shit. But yeah, so we'll have uh we'll have trophies for multiple classes in the chopper show, and like I said, they're rad. They're fucking pretty rad. Uh, and then we'll, you know, I think the last two years we've done cash. For best in show and people's choice. And I think we did a thousand five hundred. So that's probably what we'll do again. So I mean, you will get a fucking stack of hundies or maybe we'll do them once for fun. Yes. Do easier it to work with
4: at the bar. Give me yeah, all five. Easier to take off
3: of. Do it in quarters. <laughs> yeah. Pennies, wheelbarrows and pennies dumped in the pool. You got to get up. <laughs> Wishing uh, well. <laughs> but, you know, we, we want everybody to fucking, we want to, you know, we want to see good bikes. We want to see runners. Some of the bikes, like I said, might be covered in oil and grease and shit. But I know that dude and I run 100 miles next to him, 100 miles an hour, and I know that bike's rad. So you take the lap,
4: you, you, you take the lap in the morning, you get to be in the show. So yep.
3: that's it's going to be, it, and it's going to be a hot lap. If we can get tra- traffic shut off, like we're not going slow, you know, we're going to test these bikes out and see what we got. Right.
1: How, um, so how far is the ride? I, I got a tiny little tank. Well, you know, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's not that crazy tank. because it's a chopper yeah, ride, right?
3: <laughs> less than your tank okay yeah Yeah, 1.5 we're in a beach town so you gotta understand some of the roads to even get out to the where you're going to go 50 miles an hour you're doing 25 miles an hour for some blocks you know it's not going to be it's not going to be we're not going on a five-hour journey we're going to do about an hour rip right i'd like i'd like to swoop the venue lot and then we'll go up over the bridge over the bay which is 50 miles an hour down the highway a little bit loop around maybe up to another bridge and then back down the beach Nice. Uh and then we figure we'll go nice right from the ride. We'll start at the motel and we'll end at the motel and guys are gonna pull their bikes in. Uh, you know, wipe them down. We're we're telling guys like, bring fucking mirrors, bring like some old show shit, set your stuff up, you know what I mean? Onto your uh, bike. Set it up. It's a display. You know, we're trying to have showmanship. Yeah. The same oh, yeah. artistic same artistic approach you put into your bike, put into a display. And you know, same thing we told the band guys. It's like, this is that time where we get to party right in front of the stage. Your sh- your shit's on front and center. Never, you never really get that at a party where like fucking sunset and bands are ripping and your bike's right there. It's rad. Clean it up, fucking put a mirror under it. Put some fucking cotton balls coming out of the exhaust. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Right? <laughs> like that. I love that shit.
4: Your dirty ass exhaust because it took the ride.
3: Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna. I think we booked our prettiest band for that time slot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We got some good long haired boys. We'll have a nice orange sunset right behind them. It's gonna look. It's gonna look epic. It'll be epic. You know, if a hundred people showed up, we're good to go. We're fine with that. We'll have a fucking. We'll have a better time.
4: If no one shows up, we'll have a good yeah. time. <laughs>
3: we'll have, most personally, will have a much better time, but. We also. I'm like, assuming we'll it's gonna be more, more than 100 people. if the hotel's booked out. Hey. Charger. Yeah, no, I mean, there's 109 rooms in the hotel, and they go from like two person occupancy to like six. So right. there's more, right. more than that at the hotel. So yeah, we're not really. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good time. Fuck yeah, man!
2: I'm so stoked for it. I'll be coming down for sure. Loctite. It's it'll be tricky. Shovel or the sporty? I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't
1: know. The shovel the shovel definitely looks better, but uh I don't know, man. If there's that many cone shovels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just
3: gotta email that sporty to uh cycle stop Mike. I got no control. No. but uh yeah, I mean we got a couple guys. We got uh one dude coming up from Virginia, I think he got a van, maybe an FXR and a chopper. Great, you know, bring them all. Like we have a few crossover crossover contestants. I think we have a couple of sportsers that are in the chopper show. Um, you know, we like to keep it pretty loose, man. We're not really, we don't really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. We don't. We have a different idea of what's cool than maybe some other people. Sure. Right, right. We like sweaty ridden stuff. We like uh things that we know haul ass, you know. Choppers are dis- different categories. So there's there's a definite style right now that's prevalent, but we're trying to trying to get it as weird as possible. What are you seeing the most of right now? Uh well you know it's that sixties style. It's that you know, like Jersey style. Stock '60s frame cone shovel, short Springer ape hangers, upswept pipes, beautiful bikes. But you know, you get a lot of them. You know, you trying to throw a thirty bike show, you get forty five cone shovels. So <laughs>
2: it's the new sports. Uh, That's it.
1: Well, it's the new CB750.
2: Oh, oh got got
3: are a, I got
1: a CB750 sitting in the shop, just waiting to be built.
3: Oh boy, See, me me personally, like my eight number one dream bike would be like a. Uh, like old KZ900 in a rigid frame. I love oh, JAP bikes. Yeah. I love 100 CT jab bikes, 350 Hondas. Like, I love them all. You know, I ride uh, my dirt bike more than anything, my XR600. And like, we like all that stuff. So we want everything to come. You know, I mean? it's tough. Like I said, trying to tell a guy that just spent a year, two years building a bike that like, we got a lot of cone troubles. My bad. It's that's the hardest part of this whole thing. I can imagine. Yeah. Because you
2: appreciate what you're yeah. doing. But you you're trying to think about the whole show.
3: Yeah. You know, you don't you don't want to go uh watch the same movie eight times in a row. You don't want to eat like the same pizza every day of your life. You wanna see some other things. So you know we got some weird stuff. Hopefully we we you know hit everybody's thing. We don't offend anybody. That's why we got this ride in area, you know, there was a possibility of like having vendors at the motel, but we're like, let's just open it up to ride in, shut down everything. Saturday night we get to kick back. We get to enjoy the show a little bit. And everybody gets a little taste. Everybody wants to come out and show their bike off. That's the whole point of it. that's the whole point of all of it. You know what I mean? That's why there are shows, that's why people want to come out. So like I want everybody to be able to show off their bike. You got a sick sports, maybe it doesn't look sick next to uh, you know, a knucklehead, let's have a sports show.
2: There you go. I like it, man. Yeah. i never seen anybody do just the 40s at the show. So I think that's a cool concept.
3: Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I actually love them. I think they just, I don't know. I like Jap bikes, So I feel like the, the power band and stuff is on a similar part of higher RPMs. And so I don't, you know, I don't discriminate against them. I'd like to see them. And like I said, Same thing, same reason we're doing like a dyna performance show. We probably get, you know, 100 plus diners a year for cheap thrills, where it's like we have such limited space at the convention hall. We want to load it with choppers or heavy fab bikes, you know. So we don't really get a chance to showcase them. It's not that we don't like them. I would love to have a fast diner. So, you know, we'll have them this year. We'll have their own space
1: for them.
2: Yeah, find a little zone and showcase it in their zone. Big time. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be one hell of a show. And I can't wait. I mean, I hope it, it, the weather is decent. I'd love to ride down there, bring the soft tail and just.
3: Uh, yeah, that's that's our local summer is that time in September. That's when our the water's the warmest. We get like, you know, 70, 80 degree days with like 65 degree nights. It's the best time of year that we have here. Um, just off season almanac yet,
4: but yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be good.
3: Outside of a massive, uh, unpredicted hurricane, we're pretty good.
4: That's October.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> good deal. Well, hey, did, did we miss anything on it that you guys want to make sure we shout
4: out? No, I think we covered all the bases. Uh, I'm feeling really good about it. Shout out to Sargassap uh, Mike for sure, Jerry.
3: Walter, Kickstarter Walter, Cycle.
4: And the town of Seaside Heights for letting us put this on and letting us have a uh, little bit of free range for once.
3: Yeah, thanks to you guys for getting involved, helping us out. Um, you know, hopefully you can give somebody the fucking ultimate package here and bring them to town for that show. It'll be so rad. Fuck yeah.
1: And listen, I want to make sure that we, we line something up uh, before the show. Like, I, I don't know, two or three weeks before the show, have you guys come back on and just give us whatever updates and what the weather's looking wow. like and all that bullshit. Yeah,
4: For no sure, problem. yeah. Yeah, we have all the after parties, uh, all the info, you know, where to go and when it disperses and you know where you want to hang out.
3: Yeah. Um, Watch the social media like this month, July, we'll be releasing all the vendor information, all the mini bike information, um, you know, locking in everybody. So yeah, just keep keep an eye on the Instagram and cheap thrills nj and that's it. You know, we'll just fucking keep plugging away. Love it,
2: man. Well, Hey, thank you guys again for taking the time to come on and give us all the details. And I hope that I, I know that people are going to be fired the fuck up. So
3: we appreciate it guys. We, yeah, we hope so. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. You got it,
2: guys. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Later. Peace. All right, guys, we are back. Big thank you to them again for coming on to talk about all the shit that's going down. If you are not stoked about going to this event after hearing all that shit, I don't know who the fuck you are because that is a badass sounding event. Did you know all that stuff pre like beforehand, Lockeye? I still I feel like there was a
1: bunch. Uh, of- I knew I knew like ninety percent of it. Damn, there was like the
2: part that like the Well, anyways, I won't bore everybody with the recap of it, but super cool. I'm stoked about it. Before we get too much further along here, let's just take a quick second to thank some of the people who make the show possible. First up, we got Hypnic Jerk Customs over at HypnicJerkCustoms.com. Handcrafted stainless steel parts. This guy's got taillights, indicator lights, headlights, point covers, jockey shifts, and he takes custom orders. So if you've got something you're cooking up in your mind, he can make it happen. Next up, we got Steel City Blacksmithing. Somebody just hit us up the other day to ask, who was it that makes those traffic cop hammers? That's the homie, Steel City Blacksmithing. And he makes a bunch of other cool shit. He just did some twisted solid down tubes for somebody. They're going to weld into a frame. He also takes custom orders. So if you got something that you need smithed, blacksmithed. I don't know what you, what the verb is there, but you get it (laughs) made. He could fucking make it steel city, blacksmithing on Instagram. Next up, we got stay strong. Co. If you didn't catch the episode with John, make sure you go back and listen to it. Super good dude, bunch of fabrication experience, and he gets his hand in a lot of other projects. So make sure you're following stay strong. Co. On Instagram and let him know you heard about him on the Low Life Chopper podcast. And then, last but not least, we got Steve at the Deadbeat at Deadbeat Customs. I almost said Deadbeat Retreat.
1: Let <laughs> <laughs> me to do this. Uh, one? Steve at Deadbeat Customs, uh, the creator of the Deadbeat Retreat, where all low lives go to motherfucking die. Uh, if you have not gotten a ticket yet, go get it. Make sure you use. Uh, code lowlife at checkout to save some money um, and check out deadbeatcustoms.com. They have something for everybody. Um, I just seen he just got a bunch of his uh, slimline helmets in. Those things are dope. I actually have one at my house. Um, so go grab one of those. He has everything from riding gear to Dyna bro shit, chopper guy shit, um, touring stuff. He has everything. Uh, check out Deadbeat Customs on Instagram, deadbeatcustoms.com, and Deadbeat Customs on YouTube. Love
2: it. Next up, we got yours truly, Pharaoh Fabrication right here in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Got another gas tank out the door. I got a frame coming back in. And then later this week, I'll be rolling down to Boston to do some mobile work for a bar down there that is opening up pretty soon. So we do a little bit of everything. Shout out to uh, the homie Jace who hooked it up on the referral. I appreciate the fuck out of it, man. Uh so no matter what you got going on, I can help get you squared away, whether it's building something, repairing something, or even if it's not motorcycle related, like this bar, we can get it done in a mobile setting, if that's what's gotta be. You can find me on Instagram at Faro Fabrication, or the link in the the link to the website is in the Instagram bio for farfabrication.com if you're too lazy to type it into the URL. And then last but not least. We got Loctite's motherfucking shop shop,
1: and we look at the motherfucking Unicorn Ranch. Uh, listen, this is always a hard because I never know to do Loctite shop shop, Unicorn Ranch. It's pretty much the same fucking thing now. Um, as you know, I'm not really doing too much motorcycle work. Still doing some fabrication and bullshit um, and helping the homies out, but um, mainly concentrated on the pinstriping. I am now taking work. Finally got caught up on that shit. Um, and as always, Unicorn Ranch, doing everything vinyl from hats, koozies, shirts, uh, decals, banners, whatever the fuck you need, we can make it happen. Hit us up at Unicorn Ranch on Instagram or Heights Shop Shop.
2: Perfect. All right, then. So in light of what we discussed tonight... I will say it's time to fire up those chops and roll them to Jersey because cheap thrills is all about bikes that get dirty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Way to fucking use the wordplay, bro.
2: That's it, man. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Gotta take them into their weekends the right way. (laughs) Take them into the weekends with the wordplay. So, on that note, Loctite, take these motherfuckers all the way into their weekend. What do you got for these people?
1: It's crowded, motherfuckers. Mark your calendars for cheap thrills, and don't forget that whiskey and motherfucking Adderall pills. Yeah.